Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Daryl Stinson of DarylStinson.com. Daryl's coming to us from Atlanta today. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. It's warm weather finally, so I'm excited. <laughs> Going to go to the park today. Yeah, I love it when the sun comes out. It's about time. It's about time. So uh, talk to me about DarylStinson.com and what people will find over there. Yeah, at DarylStinson.com, you'll find me, lots of pictures of me and You'll see through the copy, through my client testimonials that I'm a guy who cares about helping people grow their speaker businesses, specifically mission-centered speakers, people who have a message, people who have been through some pain mm-hmm. and want to turn that pain into a story worth sharing, getting paid for. So that's what you'll find there. Got it. And uh, just with you know digging a little bit deeper, you're helping people who have a story but aren't necessarily ready to deliver, right? Or... <laughs> Yeah, it just depends on where they're at. I mean, any any aspiring speaker or current speaker that just wants to go to the next level, I help them. I care more about the mission than where they're at in their speaking business. So some come and they're like, I'm scared. I don't even want to get in front of people. I don't know how to overcome imposter syndrome. And we help them overcome the fear of public speaking, gain confidence in themselves, overcome imposter syndrome. And then there's others who's like, I I love talking all the time. People just love listening (laughs) to me. I just don't know how to get paid consistently to do it. So I need to learn the business side of speaking. And we help them too. As long as they have a a great message um, that can impact society, Mm -hmm. then um, they're a candidate for someone who can work with us. Got it. So for someone who wants to get ready to do the job or for someone who's ready to do the job to find a job. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of everything. All right. So how did you get into that? Man, I went to Central Michigan University to play Division One football, thought that was going to be my career forever. Mm-hmm. Coaches told me that it wasn't a matter of if I was going to the league. It was just a matter of when because of my height, my athleticism, my talent. You can't tell from the screen, but I am six foot five and I still am pretty much I look like a shape a little bit. I don't got <laughs> like I used to, but I was very athletic mm-hmm. and I had a career ending back injury oh, that gosh. caused me to have emergency surgery before my left leg went paralyzed. Oh. Completely uh, took my my dream of playing at the next level away. Yeah, I went through a dark depression because I didn't think I had purpose or meaning or any career would fulfill me like sports once did. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got very depressed and attempted suicide multiple times, yeah. and I ended up in a psychiatric unit uh, because of all my suicide attempts. And it was there that I really had this life changing experience that gave me something dangerous. It's called hope. And I was like, what would that be after <laughs> all that tragedy? I know, okay, right? So. It's not another drug. It's hope. Hope is dangerous nice. because it gives you options. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, I felt hopeless and helpless. And I found that hope there and started to really get curious about, okay, well, I survived. I have hope now. What is that thing for me? 
And, you know, I tried different things. I did a bunch of purpose discovery stuff and found out that this was the path that I was going to pursue as a career, as a communicator. And, you know, sucked at it at first, (laughs) couldn't (laughs) put two sentences together and just over time got better and grew into who I am today and as a successful speaker and helping others do the same and absolutely love, love, love it. Yeah. And that makes uh, so much sense too about the why, right? As far as you wanting to help other people that are in similar situations uh, to do what you've done. Absolutely. You know, I was sharing this on another podcast I did, but uh, they were asking like, you know, when did you overcome that, that insecurity and that fear? And how did you do that? And how can our listeners do the same? And I, I was like, man, it was really was a process, like one speaking engagement after another, free, paid, whatever. I was just doing all that I could. But there really was one defining moment for me. And it was when I had the opportunity to speak at a youth conference and I started sharing my mental health story. And I still, it wasn't the best speech. <laughs> like, you know, I'm a lot better now. All content, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was more like, Sure, this dude is talks loud, you know, <laughs> but it it wasn't really woven together like I wanted it to. But mm-hmm. um, there's about a line of 15, 20 people at the end just waiting to say thank you and things like that. It's about a hundred or so, probably two hundred people at the conference, but that was the remainder. But just wanted to come say thank you. And towards the end of the line, actually the last person in the line, there was this girl, and she's uh, comes up to me and she's crying and she's shaking, and she says. Um, uh, she was 14 years old, and she said that uh, the year before that, her parents dropped her off at an orphanage because they no longer wanted her anymore. Oh, and she heart. she looked me in the eye and she uh, pulled down her wristband, and you could see the cuts on her wrist. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I've been cutting myself to deal with the pain because I didn't think that I deserved love because they yeah. no longer wanted me." And she said, "There was something about hearing your story today that gave me the strength." to come out about minds and you're actually the first person I've told this in a year. And I said, wow. And I bawled and I hugged her. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, the best part of the story is that the, one of the camp counselors was actually um, from operation Christmas child. And she had been through 14 different orphanages. And so she was able to really wow. spend some quality time with this young lady. That, that, that was the moment that I was like, okay, this is not about my insecurity, how I look, how I sound. This is about, who I can help. Mm-hmm. And that really was a, a, a pivotal moment where I, I started to go all in on my speaking career. Yeah. So you were, you know, just looking for opportunities now to pass on that hope. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You told your story though, but you didn't, you just said you found hope. I'm curious to know if you want to dive a little deeper in, you know, where did you find it <laughs> or yeah, how did you find it? I know. Right. It's just like, it, it's, it's it's a story about my faith, so people have to be comfortable with me talking about that on their show. But I, I was agnostic at the time and uh, taught any type of religion was just meant to control people. And mm. as part of my hopelessness, right, is that I didn't have any higher being to turn to. And when I ended up in the psychiatric unit, I was 219 pounds coming off of a, a four-week spree of trying to uh, starve myself to death. So I went from 275 pounds to 219 pounds. At six, five. I was trying to vision, envision that. And like, is that real light? You know, but so that's pretty, I mean, now it'd be, it probably looked pretty decent, but (laughs) I mean, then me being like 275 pounds, just four weeks earlier, muscular build, like to lose that much muscle mass and, and weight is, it's just like, it's super unhealthy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm in there and I'm crying, uh, because my girlfriend who I dated for four and a half years just left me and got engaged to another man. Cause I was no longer going to the NFL. 
And um, the doctor starts asking me these questions, you know, why did you want to take your life? And I'm just, I'm yelling at him, leave me alone. I just want to die. Mm. And uh, he, he leaves out the room and gets ready to fill out my paperwork to send me upstairs to the the psych holding yeah. unit, um, the care facility. It's probably a better word. And uh, there's a nurse, I call her the woman with green pants. Uh, the woman I, the reason I call her that is because my eyes were swollen, uh, basically shut. All I could see is just a slit out the bottom enough to see that she had green pants. From all that crying. She, yeah. From yeah. all the crying and rubbing mm-hmm. my eyes and stuff. And days sure. my mom is the one who took me to the psychiatric unit. So she was in the room at the time. This woman burst into the room. She wraps me in her arm. She says, I don't know who you are. I have no jurisdiction to be back here in this part of the hospital, but God sent me back here to tell you that you need to say yes to him. Hmm. And I said, what? Who? You know? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, leave me alone. I don't believe in any of that stuff. Get away from me. My mom said this one prayed for me for about 15 minutes. I pushed her away. Um, and she said she would come back. Uh, a few moments later, my grandmother came in the room. Uh, she had driven from Jackson, Michigan to Detroit, Michigan, where I was at in the psych. And uh, she she out of breath and she burst through the room. She's like, Daryl, I've been praying for you. The whole way here, God told me, you know exactly what to do. You need to. Grandma, say, you made grandma work. <laughs> say, say yes to him. Yeah, she was, she was in a rush. She was worried. And when, when she said that, I was like, man, the same request from two different people who didn't talk to each other, didn't know each other. And I couldn't deny that it was God's way of speaking to me. But grandma was a religious person. She was supposed to say that. So I kind of pushed her away. So that's your God. I don't want any of that. And then finally, I just kind of heard this still small voice whisper to my heart and say, well, you say yes. And it was something about hearing that voice that gave me the strength to mutter out a yes. And this is my truth. uh, But um, when I did that, the depression that I was facing, it it went away and my eyes got healed. I could see again. It felt so good. I just kept screaming. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Some cleared clouds. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt free. The doctor comes in the room because he hears me yelling. He's like, hey, what's going on? I was like, I was running from God. And I just said yes to him. He said, Send him upstairs. Send him upstairs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, not to make light of it, but yeah, I think maybe you needed, um, yeah. you know, somewhat of a break and, you know, yeah. some real, some time to sit yeah. with the realization and everything. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but you got some strong women in your, in your family. Your mom took you, your grandma yeah. showed up. Um, mm-hmm. thank, thanks for them. Hey. I know. Yeah. A strong woman. I was raised by them. Um, my dad came in a little bit later and, you know, has been a strong presence since then. And uh, it's funny because now I have three daughters and and two sisters who live with me. So I'm outnumbered in my house six to one. <laughs> oh, and so word. I'm just I think I'm just meant to be around women the whole <laughs> life, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Megan and uh, you have those strong women in your life and then you're just uh, breeding some more or raising yeah. some more, I guess is a better Absolutely. way of putting that. <laughs> so um, that's a, a phenomenal story. Thank you for sharing all of that, all the details. Okay. Um, how about uh, another story of like a client that you've helped, right? And you're yeah. talking about some of these people are really nervous about becoming speakers. Yeah. So share with me more of the impact that you're having with your speaking courses. Yeah, I'll share one of my my favorite and the most recent ones. Uh, just recently, probably about, I've been working for a client for about three or four weeks now. Mm-hmm. And she works, um, she does like body work and uh, fitness, nutrition stuff. Mm-hmm. But she um, is looking to get into public speaking more. She has a really cool story of like, you know, growing up as a single parent and, and you know, getting into an elite athlete status and transition similar to mine and went through a whole battle. And so she came to me and she's just like, I don't know what it is, you know, but 
like I'm confident coaching people like one-on-one or via Zoom, but mm-hmm. in front of people, like I freak, I bomb, I don't like it. And so, you know, we've been working through that process and oh my gosh, she's not only like good, she's phenomenal. She can sing like, and I don't mean sing, I mean sing. Like she can, <laughs> she can sing and like, and, and her and we walked her through this. And so now not only is she like speaking consistently, mm-hmm. But she's singing and and like like that's even more vulnerable, right? right to, yeah. to show two aspects of you, your communication and your your singing your talent, gift. right? And and so she's sharing these stories now. She just she just got done with the webinar series. I mean, she's she's getting booked already, and it's only been three weeks. Usually it takes like sometimes, you know, probably 60 to 90 days to really start getting like some some bite backs, right? Yeah. What I call them. But she's already like getting opportunities. And I think it's because she's just so talented. You know, and and I, I love that story, and and the, my favorite part of that story is like her personal breakthrough, but also that she's a single parent. So stages is, I believe, one of the fastest ways to grow any business. Hmm. So now her coaching and nutrition business is growing, and she's changing the legacy of her family right. and creating a better life for her son. So yeah. that right there for me is what it's all about. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think of a speaking of business is somewhat, um, you know, controllable as far as your time, right? It's not a nine to five. So you're making, you know, some more money, but you're having some time freedom as well, which is, is awesome for us. Exactly. Parent. Exactly. And with all the virtual opportunities and being able to monetize podcasts and like in webinar series, like there's so many options that if you, you don't have to be a road warrior, like the old school days, yeah. you can, you can decide how you want your career to look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, Ah, I'm just so excited about her. So yeah, that's that's yeah. one of my favorite stories. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. You said it's recent, but I'm still kind of looking for that secret. So what separates you? Like what yeah. got her from here to there in three weeks? Partly yes. motivation and talent, obviously. But what are some barriers? You know, common barriers that your speaking clients are are um, trying to get uh, over. Yeah. Uh, one one is definitely confidence and in stepping into your power voice. You know, there's a much different presence in transformation you can offer from a stage when you step on there and you go from, Hey guys, you know, so sorry. You know, I'm really nervous as a speaker to today. I want to talk to you about how to transform your health. Yeah. Right. And so one of the ways that I help clients shift that mission first, exactly it out there. Yep. And so I shared that story that I just with her that I shared with you about the Mm -hmm. the girl, because typically here's what happens. We are so self-focused that we are not others focused. And so I always tell people, if you want to, one of the easiest ways to break that confidence barrier is it sounds simple, but it's, it's profound is you take the spotlight off of you and you put it onto others. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a, a kind of like a mantra, pre-speaking mantra that they fill in for themselves based upon the transformation, the impact they know they can make. And that is what they rehearse and go through their mind versus the usual, like, I'm so nervous. There's so many mm-hmm. people here. What am I wearing? Let me fix my shirt. They're going through that mantra so that they can step up there confidently and speak. Uh, we also, I, I give them reviews views. I look at it, help them craft their speeches. Cause there's something about like knowing it's good instead of guessing if it's good, sure, that helps right. you to step up there with yeah, more some technical so, expertise. So yeah, we can, we can definitely get into it more if you want, if you like. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to invite people to check out darylstinson.com because you've got several different types of courses over there and yes, they'll get to the meat and potatoes of all of that. Absolutely. Let me um, ask you for a book recommendation, um, but we can first start with Who Am I After Sports? This is the yeah. book that you wrote. And then, you know, follow that up with something, another book that has um, touched your life. 
Yes. Who am I after sports? An athlete's roadmap to discover new purpose and live fulfilled is my five-step framework to help a person in transition, specifically athletes or anyone I've Mm -hmm. been told, to discover their highest purpose, detach their identity from their activity, and implement success habits that athletes use to be successful in their life beyond sports. So that's what the book is about. And my story is woven in there with my mm-hmm. mental health challenges and things like that. And so, you know, it's got some really cool endorsements. Jack Canfield endorsed it, you know, Heisman Trophy winners and David Meltzer, some really good people. And so it's yeah. doing well and impacting a lot of lives. Would love to share it with anyone who wants to take action and, and learn how to reinvent yourself. My book recommendation outside of my own, uh, man, there's so many. I'm an avid reader. Mm-hmm. I think right now I'm going to cheat because it's currently the one I'm going through like today. Okay. You're you know, reading. Yeah. Is um, Marianne Williamson's book. Uh, it's called A Return to Love. So a lot of people know the quote from the book. Our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. Yes. It comes from that book, A Return uh, Return to Love. And I, and I absolutely adore the book. So I highly recommend anyone read it. Yeah. God, isn't that a, a quote too? That's often attributed to Nelson Mandela, I think. Yeah. So I I've, you- I've always heard it from Marianne Williamson. I, and she, they say she got it from a course of miracles. I, I've never heard the Nelson Mandela thing before. That's okay. Amazing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, maybe that he's just on a backdrop, but I, I just remember those being associated, but I know um, Ms. Wilson is, is the you know, one. You know what? Gonna- everybody steals everybody's stuff. <laughs> 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 it's so hard to find who started the, the quote, right? Truth so, is truth is truth, right? I mean, yeah, we can, yeah, we can be powerful beyond measure with when we're channeled the correct the correct way. Absolutely. So, um, thank you so much for that uh, the book recommendation. What I love best about this job, if if I can just share for yeah. a minute, is Come when on. I ask people for book recommendations, like they are bursting with book recommendations. As soon as I asked you, you got up in your seat and were like yeah. smiling. And it's just, yeah. um, I think that's the most fun part of my job. So yeah, thanks for doing that. Oh, thank you. I think some people don't realize the power of books, right? You think about it. Like my book, I took everything I had learned and went through in five years and put it in a, you know, I forgot my 200 page book, you know, like, and it's like, dude, this is packed with years of experience and pain and wisdom. And so I always tell people like, like people, people will say, you haven't walked a mile in my shoes. I say, thank you. And I don't want to, I'd rather learn from the mile you walked. So that's what books do for people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're open to learning from others, books are the best way to do that for sure. Absolutely. All right, Daryl, what's next for you and tell us how to find you uh, if we want to stay involved and stay in touch. Yeah, what's next for me is continue to impact the world through my message and help other people do the same. I'll continue to be a great father and a great husband and a great community volunteer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they can connect with me on Instagram at Stinson Speaks or at my website, DarylStinson.com. I'd love to connect. Yeah, there you go. And that's with two R's and two L's, DarylStinson.com. That's Thanks. right. Thank <laughs> Thanks you. Thanks for your afternoon, Thank you. sir. Thank you. Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. 
to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.